Uh, welcome back. Um, it's been a while. Good episode in store for you today. We're going to be talking about the song Reminiscing by the Little River Band. Have you ever heard of this song, Josiah? I have not. This is about to be a blind listen. And I tell you what, I am quivering with excitement. Is it like funk? Like, what? Are we, what's the deal? Give me a rundown before we get into it. I would describe this as jazz meets folk. What does that mean? I don't really know. Like, what folk? What's the folk aspect? Um, it, it's folk. Folk. It's very centered folk. around vocal harmony. Okay, uh, you'll definitely hear that. Um, the guy is playing a stand-up bass, not an that's, electric bass. That's actually really cool. Song was released in 1978. Um, I feel like they were kind of a one-hit wonder, although I was not around then to really, to really <laughs> Make know that judgment. Yeah, yeah. but um, looking but back, maybe definitely their most famous song. Um, they got a cool name. Yeah, Little River Band. That's a cool like band name. Kind of, it kind of fits their vibe. I feel like with that folk, it gives the yeah. folk tone. I I feel yeah. it. They could be playing this song by Little River. Um, in a band formation, maybe? I yeah. don't know. That's a thought, though. I don't know. What yeah. do you think about that? I don't know. You want to give it a listen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get, to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to the meat and potatoes here. All right. Okay, that's that's actually sick. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I I don't know if I'll ever get tired of listening to that. I kind of forgot that this song existed, and then I I was asking for song recommendations for this episode, and Gavin Leistro hooked me up with this. It was like no, sorry, it was Bella. It was it was his girlfriend. She those said, two, man. They 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 know their stuff. True. They're good. They're good. They don't miss. Bro. They also do have a music podcast. We're not a competition necessarily, but yeah, I mean you don't you don't compare Michael Jordan to you know the average Joe Schmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use that metaphor and choose who's Michael and who's the Joe Schmo. But I think like one of those things that just hits hardest initially is I don't know if it's just because you said it's a stand up bass and like now it's a like I have a placebo effect, but that bass like is heavy like it hits like it's deep yeah. there's a deep it's like cool it sounds really cool you can definitely tell if you listen for the bass it's like yeah i mean you could tell it's a stand-up bass one and then two it is loud for sure not every song is like that it just hits yeah it sounds so good and then it like that contrasted to the harmony mm-hmm. like oh it sounds that sounds cool dude and there's a nice like piano synth going on in the background mm-hmm. that's kind of like punchy 
But um, these chords are really just the most interesting thing. So let's let's break down the chords first. So it's in it's in the key of D. And so we start on the four, which is, you know, can we hear that? Let me see. Oh, keyboard's not working. Damn. It's all good. We just cut. All right, yeah. We had recut onto when it's playing. It was working before. Um, Did you turn this down? Oh, you're right. Right, right, right. All right, so I'm going to put a marker there. Um, what was that? It's a really high note. There we go. I just wanted a marker. I'll move it. Oh, down. did that play a note from the key? But I see, I yeah. see, I see, I see. All right, so we're back in. So we start on the four chord, which is a G major. I'll, I'll do that again. That Run that really, back. Yeah. yeah. So we start on the four chord. It's a it's a G major seven. Pretty standard to start on a four in a chord progression. Then immediately it gets funky. We go to a C. I, I looked up the chords. It said C add nine, but I would argue it's more of a C six nine sharp eleven. Because all the vocal harmony, you can hear each note individually. So we have just a normal C chord, but then you also have a 9, you have a 6, and you have the sharp 11. Then the next chord is a B7, which is the 6 in the key. So we go from 4 to the flat 7. the six back to the four then we go through that thing again and then last time we hit the four then we go to b flat which is the sharp five that almost never happens in in any song when you have a sort of dominant functioning chord which which is like the last one before you go back to the one which would be d the five of d is a so you would hear how like, if you play like an A7, that kind of leads your ear back to D. No, A, D, just kind of makes sense. But here, they're playing a B flat, right back to D. Which is like, it's a little more spicy, a little more interesting. I like it better, what's to be point? honest. Like, what's the, was there a point to that other than just like, to make it sound different? Or like, does that, do you think that actually like does anything for the song? I mean, it's definitely more interesting um, because you're not expecting it, but it, it almost functions the same because what happens when you have like a dominant chord is like you want notes that are next to each other to like to have movement by a half step. That's like kind of what jazz is all about, making chords that are close to each other and, and creating movement. So you have this A, this note right here, the C sharp, goes right to the D because it's right next to it mm -hmm. so you go A to D and then you also have this when you play an A chord you have an E and then that is right next to a D so you go A oops sorry A D but when you have a B flat they're even closer first you already have a D mm -hmm. so it's almost kind of foreshadowing that it's going to be a D and then the B flat goes right down to an A which is the 5 in the chord so that's right next to each other mm -hmm. then you have the d that's already there and then you have 
the five of the B flat is F, and which is right next to the third of the next chord, which is F sharp. Hmm. So it almost functions better than a five chord would, yet. As far as like movement goes, as far as like. Right. And almost all of the music would choose to use a five chord instead of a, a sharp five, I mm-hmm. guess you could call it. Um, so I think that choice was was a pretty Can we run that back? Positive one. Can I listen to it again on that? Yeah. Just that part, at least. But first, for those of you just joining us, this has been Take Note on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. What do you think giving it a, a second listen? I think it's like I think I don't have a tra- like a, a trained enough ear to really like pick that out and be like, mm, that sounds I can tell. You know, what I, mean? I can tell what that's doing. I think it is like it's different in a way. Okay, so so for me it's like okay, obviously there's dissonance and then it re- like resolves at least in that. And that's a lot of what in, at least to what I, my knowledge, like a lot of jazz is like mm-hmm. you play on dissonance a little bit. Right. Um, and so like, I can definitely tell it's there. I'm just like interested in like, okay, so I guess this is just a greater thing about music is like, okay, so it's musical choice. You just like choose. You're like, actually I want to do this instead of this, which I don't know if it's like something greater that goes into that decision of like, no, this, like this really fits what we're going for right here. Or if it's just like a having kind of fun thing where like, let's just try this and let's figure this out. Um, or you know, let's try something new kind of, kind of deal. Cause I would have to think there's a like motivation behind it of like, this is conveying obviously more of the energy or more of the like sort of vibe of the song that we're trying to go for. Um, or I guess it maybe you're like, you don't have that in mind when you're coming up with the actual like, music of the song but i'm always just like because i i can't tell enough but i i do like it fits i feel like better than maybe what you're like the what you're playing when it didn't have that uh was a sharp five right it yeah. didn't have it like when you was just playing major what is that what's it what would you uh, like the, the normal chord to play there would be like just a five yeah like, so yeah. instead of yeah so i i just can't like on the piano it makes more sense like when we're actually listening to the song, I'm like, oh yeah, I like, I get that. That makes more sense. It sounds obviously a lot more interesting than the just regular five. But um, that's one of those things where it's just, it's like interesting to me. Like what goes into that thought? Like what, what do you have any idea? Or is it just kind of like a, you do what you want kind of deal? I mean, that's kind of like, I feel like what genres are about. So if you were to play this progression, the four flat seven, six sharp five in like a rock song, that would just that would make absolutely no sense cuz i feel like rock needs simplicity to work like they they almost 
a lot of times they use power chords which don't even have thirds in them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's two notes, but it just fits the vibe more because it's just like simple and powerful and like like that's all you really need. And it, it's more centered around maybe drums or a solo that's on top of the chords. Mm. But here, no one's really soloing. Well, until there's a trumpet solo later in the song. But other than that, when you have these chords that are being played, I think I think the center of attention is really the melody. And the melody is very unconventional. And even at one point, I was kind of listening to it over and over, and he's singing, he's actually singing the sharp 11 of the chord that is being played while he's singing, which, I mean, that, that also almost never happens, listening to any pop song or or. I mean, I don't really know what genre this would be classified as. Funk folk. Yeah, jazz folk. <laughs> jazz folk. Um, so, yeah, I think whatever vibe they were kind of going for, that's how you kind of adjust what chords you play, what what melodies you, you build your songs around. But, um, but, yeah, like I think you could just intuitively tell it just doesn't fit with rock or maybe they were just leaning more towards jazz in this album maybe maybe all their songs are like this i don't know i'd be curious to hear like other songs by them because this is obviously the most popular but like i wonder if they um like have that trend of like they do stuff like that i mean this is a specific song because it's like it's good probably because of that reason but i'd be curious to like get a wider range of you know what they do and see what they're Mm -hmm. going for but they're they're cool i like the the harmonies was like definitely one of the cooler aspects like when they hit that first heart it goes crazy man. yeah that's really really cool i like that a lot still that bass though man that's what gets that's what catches me the most about it yeah that's I, what i listen for too the bass is just well yeah that makes sense yeah but ever since like starting to try like to try to learn how to play bass that's all like my ear like exactly listens for and that, that one just is good it just mm-hmm. hits man it just hits hard i love it it goes crazy. So there's also this interlude later in the song, um, which I'll play. Like, what is an interlude? I, I always hear that. Like, I get it, what it is conceptually, but I don't actually know specifically what it is. Like, you know, I couldn't give you, like, a textbook definition, but... It's like a break, kind of, right? Or Yeah. So it actually, in this case, it's a key change, and then they go back to the original key. And it's just instrumental, and there's so there's no words... So I wouldn't necessarily call it a bridge because I feel like bridges need to have words. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like bridges go, it literally bridges you to the chorus. Like it, it takes you from, from a verse to a chorus. Um, but this is kind of just like a, a break in the song where, um, yeah, they change keys and then they come right back. And it's it's kind of jarring, but also really satisfying. So I'll play through these chords there's a melody going on top of it, but so we have, right, we're in the key of D. So when they land on D, it's like they go D to E minor over D. And then they go straight to, there's a little guitar lick, and then they go right to D sharp. And then they have that melody going over D sharp to F minor, B flat. So that's a one two five and they go back to the one the new one which is d sharp mm. and then they go 
G sharp minor nine to C sharp, F sharp minor nine to B, then back to E minor. So now we're in the right key, and then E minor just takes you right back to D. So, D. So it's like, it feels like you're kind of like floating, bouncing back and forth because it's like a series of, of two fives. You have the F minor, B flat, and then the G sharp minor, C sharp, F sharp minor, B. It's just like it's doing the same thing over and over, but getting lower and lower until you get back to D. Get back to D. Hmm. Interesting. Is it like a kind of like a palate cleanser? It's like okay, you've heard the same thing for whatever this part of the song, and then like boom, let's hit you with something different, and you're like, oh, this is crazy, and then like you get slowly sort of put back into the key that they were in before. Is it kind of just like a bah, wake up, listen, still kind yeah. of deal? Because it's cool. Like it is a cool way that it like because it. Obviously breaks right D to D, uh, D what is it, D minor, D sharp, D sharp. Sorry, um, D to D sharp, and then it does that like you said, the just like trained back lower and lower until you get back to D, which is cool because it's like they pull you out and then they like slowly put you back into the obviously main key, which is pretty interesting. I feel like, um, do you know if that's typical mm-hmm. like an interlude or, I mean, usually, I don't. There's usually not a key change. I mean, key changes that like I can remember in songs are usually with the words or like the chorus. The next chorus is in a, in a new key, mm. usually higher. Um, but to have like a break where it's in a different key and then come back is really like not usual. But for something so unusual, they did it in kind of like a nice way. Like they're not trying to shock you and just do the same progression in a different key. Yeah. And then just go back to the same progression in the in the original key they like i don't know they want to give something nice for your ears to listen to hmm why doesn't like everyone do that man like that's what i don't get it's like okay we're gonna try something new guys let's you know make this interlude that isn't just a complete key change that like sticks with it we're just gonna do something like bananas let's do it and then like they do it and people are like that's really cool and then it's like still the not the norm is it just like risky or like what's the like I don't really get how that works. I think it's got to be. I mean, if I had to if I had to take a guess, I feel like the music business generally doesn't want to stray from the norm too much cuz that's where the money is. Yeah. So, if someone wants to try something new and different and the 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 producer or the you know, the record company, they would probably oppose it generally if they want their people if they want your songs to be on the radio. I mean, that's how they get a lot of exposure. I mean, yeah. these days, obviously, there's like TikTok and whatever, but... <laughs> Let's go. Which, I mean, that could be another episode, just talking about people that blow up on TikTok. That, we should totally do that. That would yeah. be actually so interesting. Yeah, there's some there's some good people that have been discovered from TikTok. But um, for, for this kind of music, if you're trying to do something different, odds are people aren't going to... I mean, the, the higher-ups in the music business aren't likely going to enjoy it because it, it kind of scares them. But I feel like listeners are generally open to new things. I don't know. It, yeah. d- it depends on the genre. If they want to put you in a box, if you're a 
strictly a pop musician and it's like don't do that you do pop yeah you know? i think that's the one of the coolest things to me about like okay people who are more musically trained are like because one thing i was thinking is like okay probably it doesn't really matter like the average person is going to be like hmm that's interesting that they did this like if it's a unique sort of different thing like maybe passively they'll get it they'll be like their brain will be like oh that sounds cool i've like you know but cognitively right they're not thinking wow that was a cool change yeah. that they did so maybe it's one of those things where it's like you just don't have to because people aren't gonna like yeah think about it but that's what i think is so cool about being like musically literate is that you can like appreciate those kind of small things like mm-hmm. that's something that i would like never obviously would have picked up on but now that like it's pointed out i'm like mm, that's like okay i kind of not i don't see why they did it but i'm like okay i can appreciate that kind of like the art behind it which mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of times i can't appreciate the art behind music it's just as like i don't get it very much mm-hmm. it sounds cool for sure but like the art and effort i just don't always get yeah i think people tend to like familiarity too so if there's something different it's just like oh that's something i've never heard before i would automatically say i don't like it just just so i don't have to like put in the work to like figure out why i don't like it it's just like mm-hmm. a little scary but um hmm. but yeah all right so this has been take note on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm and i've been your host matt uh excuse me co no it's fine i'm not it's fine this has been your other person on the show josiah that that has been your co-host josiah <laughs> okay there we go <laughs> um thanks for listening and have a good one <laughs>